G'day listeners, it's your host Matt here and I want to welcome you to episode 7 of the Revel Brewing Show. For those of you tuning in for the first time, this podcast is recorded out of Revel Brewing Co. in Balimba and we educate and inform our listeners about the amazing world that is independent craft beer. If you've been tuning in to previous episodes, we thank you for your ongoing support. We have a review this week from Matty Chev and he says, I love how this podcast brings together punters and the brewery. Great synergy with production and consumer. I really rate how Matt, the people's brewer, speaks so honestly and openly about various aspects of brewing, real and honest. So thanks, Matty, for the glowing review, and we're stoked that you're loving what we're bringing to you. And if you want a shout-out like Matty, all you've got to do is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll give you a shout-out on the next episode. This one features Steve Henderson, or Hendo as he's better known, from Rockstar Brewer, who recently teamed up with Maddie, the people's brewer from Revel, to create the Twice Dry Hopped IPA, which has been one of my personal favourites so far. We touched on this collab a few weeks ago, and if you're lucky, there might still be a few cans floating around, but this one went pretty quickly as it's a fairly time-sensitive beer. We'll get to know a little bit about Hendo's background and how his business, Rockstar Brewer, is filling a gap in his industry for business owners who need sound advice for making the best beer possible from their breweries. The boys also discuss the process of brewing their collaboration, which always proves to have a new set of rules and challenges from beer to beer. Flex, one of Revel's co-founders, also touches briefly on the Montepulciano IPA, which was another collaboration the group did with Smidge Wines. This was effectively a cross between red wine and beer, which has been very popular over the last few weeks and I believe is still on tap in the brewery at the time of recording. We hope you enjoy this episode about collaboration brews featuring Hendo from Rockstar Brewer. That's enough for me. Roll the intro. Bit of Dutch courage. Everyone have a beer. Yeah. After eight beers each. Well oiled. Today on the show, we've got Steve Hendo Henderson. Thanks for coming on the show, mate. Hey, how you going, Matt? Mm-hmm. Good, good, mate. It's good to be here. And um, <clears throat> as always, we've got Flexi. Hello. And we've got the People's Brewer, Matty. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you guys have been tuning into the last couple of shows, we had um, Jimmy from Tipler's Tap on the last episode um, and also Jay, the co-founder of um, Revel. So, uh, yeah, no no Jay again today, but we've got, got Hendo along to um, to have, have a chat. Is it three about. Matts and a Hendo today? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's That's really, it. really easy. you got yeah. 75% chance. Well, you got got 100% chance of getting all the I can't names, mess right? this up. This no, is great. No, it's perfect. No, it's not going to be hard. Well, let's see. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> but, uh, mate, it's good to have you on the show. Thanks um, for having me. Why don't you give everyone a little bit of an introduction about yourself? Uh, yeah, my name's Hendo, and uh, I'm the founder of uh, Rockstar Brewer Services, formerly known as Rockstar Brewer Academy. Um, I'm a uh, craft brewing uh, consultant. So I do uh, consulting. I do things like new product development. I do training and education. Uh, I do lab analysis services. And starting this week, I'm also partnering with a software company, a brewery management software company as well. So uh, just all the services around supporting brewers to help them make the best beer that they can. So you're really casting a broad net across all different areas there really by the sounds of it? Oh, look! There's a there's a actually a pretty big gap in in um, the the industry at the moment with regards to the the support that brewers need in order to uh, make their beer well. I mean, um, the the craft beer uh, market is is getting increasingly crowded, and and um, consumers are becoming more savvy, and they're demanding 
uh, beer that's that's well made. And so, uh, sort of where I fit in is is helping those brewers achieve their business goals through producing quality beer. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, I can imagine that that would be pretty tough. Like, uh, I mean, unless you'd been in the industry before, starting a, starting a brewery would be pretty daunting. And I yeah, think even absolutely. then, you need you always need that support. Like, sort of like with any business, you go out to start it, and you're like, well, who do I go to for help? Well, yeah, that's right. I mean, a lot of my um, uh, clients are um, um, some of them are professional brewers and have been for many years, like uh, the People's Brewer, and some of my clients have. Uh, come from a background where they've been a home brewer and who've wanted to go professional. They may not have a professional uh, or a formal education uh, in brewing, and there is a there is a science behind uh, behind brewing as well as the craft. And so, um, you know, when you become a professional brewer or you go and buy a brewery, um, you know, as as a business owner, when you start that business, you've become a food manufacturer. And you need to start to sort of uh, have that standard to be to, to to act and behave like a food manufacturer. Yeah. So you you're really consulting and helping these guys from from end to end. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And and um, where do these guys come into it? And the other revelers? How did you um, how'd you come across these guys? Ah, uh, the Revel family. They're a pretty cool bunch of people. Um, so um, Maddie, I've just got to elaborate. Maddie, the People's Brewer, and I <laughs> have known each other since 2012, I think it is. Yeah, I think and so. Um, so we worked together at a uh, pretty large brewery in Geelong called Southern Bay Brewing Company, yeah. and. Um, uh, I came into the job having just worked at a much smaller brewery, Prickly Moses, out in the Otways, and I was living in Geelong and the role of head brewer came up at, at, at Southern Bay and um, Maddie was just one of a amazing team of, of uh, brewers and, and packers and and we had an awesome time and, and um, we, we've, we've since kept in touch, you know. he's He's gone into di- a different direction. I started my own brewing company. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Matty, you know, worked at a few other places, worked his way up through Geelong and Sydney and funnily enough, as, as fate would have it, we both wind up in Brisbane. Brisbane's my hometown. Oh, cool. And um, it's good to be here and I get to see Matty a lot more frequently now. So. So, so it's a little bit of a homecoming for you coming back to Brisbane. I'm just trying to piece piece together everything like you met Maddie in 2012 um what, at what stage did you make the transition from uh, working like I guess for someone else to going out and starting your own business so it was uh, straight after Southern Bay so 2013 I started uh Brew Cult um and it was it was and always was throughout its history uh was a uh, gypsy brewing company which means that uh, it didn't own a brewery but rather it used other uh Host breweries equipment to make its product. Is that like contract brewing? Is that the same thing? Or a, uh, a little bit. It's 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 similar to contract brewing, um, but it's more hands on. So I was always in there managing the production and okay. packaging of the beers and managing quality. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. So, um, what made you decide to come back to Brisbane then after being been in Melbourne? Oh, Geelong, sorry. Well, Brewcult kind of went under in 2016, oh, late okay. 2016. It's a tough business. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll say Brewcult 1.0 because uh, Brewcult 2.0 is happening later this year. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, after after that business uh, went under, it was a pretty tough time. Mm. Uh, didn't Couldn't really stay in Melbourne. I was It literally made me homeless and... I couldn't be in Melbourne and so I came back up here, um, was fortunate enough to 
uh, get a job uh, at Stoner Wood Brewing Company um, in Moolambar. Yeah. And so I was living on the Gold Coast for a while and that was a fixed term contract, got me back on my feet. Mm. And, um, and, and when that concluded, I decided to start Rockstar Brewer. Awesome. And so now you've come in now that Revel's been, you know, kicking off over the last 18 months or so. Um, is that sort of, did you re- then reach out to help or for help or for uh, advice for, from Hendo? Um, I think throughout knowing each other, we've always sort of bounced ideas off mm. each other and I guess helped each other out a bit. Um, so I guess it was just sort of a natural sort of thing that happened that um, we often sit there and discuss beer and our different theories on beer. We're like but, the Statler and Waldorf of beer. <laughs> so it's like whenever whenever Maddie and I get together and we talk about beer, we, we just we dissect beer a lot and we're always talking about ways in which we can – uh, you know, think about process or ingredients, that sort of thing, um, to, to really make beer well. Probably not a year ago, we first um, got together and made a beer that it, the style was um, mm. pretty new. Um, definitely in Australia, it was pretty new. There hadn't been a lot around a brute IPA. Um, so we did that together. That was sort of our first collab, I guess. Um, and then just, yeah, we always sort of bounce different beer questions and stuff off each other. Um, and then it rolled around again, time to do another one. So we thought of, thought about what we're going to make. Um, the hazy IPA, um, there's a lot of different, I guess, breweries making hazy IPAs. They're, I guess they're sort of, in the last couple of years, probably the most hyped style of beer. Um, they're the ones that people like to put photos of and the different social media pages and um, I guess sort of rave on about. So we'd never actually made one here, so we sort of thought, Let's do something um, cool and unique we haven't done before. Mm-hmm. Um, throw a few ideas together and see what we can come up with. So, mm. and so who who came up with the idea first? Who approached who? Um, I'm not actually sure. Well, I no doubt it was over a few years. Years. A couple of good ideas. <laughs> yeah. They start with a couple yeah. of uh, <laughs> beverages. Uh, <laughs> it's probably what it was. Probably one of our um, our conversations where we just gas bagging about beer. I, I think you know what we what we've done with our Rockstar Brewer Rebel. Uh, collaborations is um, we, we we get together around this time of the year and we make a beer that's um, that that reflects the current almost almost bordering on hype than the trend. And last year, Brute IPA was a was a a pretty hyped up mm. style of beer. And we went well, okay, well let's make it, but let's just do it do it really well and put a put a good good sort of quality focus into it. This year, uh, doing the um, the TDH Hazy IPA um, again. It's a really hyped up style, and we've tried lots of the styles um, with mixed results over the last year. And we went, okay, well, let's let's put our heads together. Um, you know, let's put our skills and, and and years of experience together and see what we can come up with and and see if we can accurately reflect the style. Yeah. So, Matty, the last uh, show we spoke about the Enigma Fresh Hop and how that was a pretty intricate process. I think Flex, you might have even called it the beer that nearly broke nearly the brew. Nearly broke up. the brew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it sounds like this process is fairly is fairly intricate as well. How does it how does it compare to that and perhaps some other beers that you've brewed in the past? Uh, the Fresh Hop beer was just a complete another beast, just because you're literally using kilograms and kilograms yeah. of hop flowers. Um, which are easy enough to get into the beer. It's how you get them back out 
So, yeah, I've still got nightmares about that. (laughs) But uh, the good thing about this beer, while it's still challenging and quite intricate, um, is that we're using stuff like hop pallets and the hop hash, which are relatively easy to um, get into the beer and then get back out. So pretty much anything we put into a tank, whether it's hot flowers, uh, grapes, (laughs) uh, ginger, or whatever our latest uh, (laughs) inspiration is, once it's in that tank, it's it's all great. It flavors the beer and does what it does, but then I have to get it out at the end. So yeah. <laughs> there's so, only a very small. The uh, next Revel Signal is going to be much, much less problematic and no solid so stuff. So in, yeah. in our little brewery here, we don't have what a lot of breweries have is bright beer tanks. Um, we use our tanks as what they say uni tanks. So we put the wort in, it ferments, um, we pour the hops or whatever it may be into the tank, and then we package from that same tank. So a lot of other breweries, bigger breweries or whatever, or even breweries of this size will have an extra tank on the end of the process so you can transfer the beer, whether you transfer it through a filter, a strainer, a centrifuge, whatever it may be, to clarify the beer so that anything like that you've pulled out. But even then you still have to get the things out of the fermenter that you've put in. So the wet hot one in particular was um, (laughs) an absolute absolute challenge. That ended up in three different tanks, which that's something we haven't done before where most of them are. (laughs) So are in one. This is maybe slightly a bit more simplified. Yeah, than this the one is actually one. apart from the oats and the brew, the front end the of yeah the process. Um, yeah, this one has been a little bit easier to manage. Did you get your assistant Flexi here on this one, cutting up ginger or anything uh, like my, that again? My assistant is losing interest in being the assistant. I get stitched up every time. He's smashing up. Time to get a new assistant. No, we just what moving on. From uh, the TDH, we also just did a, the uh, Montepulciano yeah, which, uh, IPA, which was a very, very similar process of uh, putting the the uh, the grapes and the juice so into you the fermenters. In so yeah, we got we got that. <laughs> we looked like we were uh, jumping around in a barrel of uh, squished grapes uh, the day of fermentation. But um, yeah, so the, the other, and changes idea but, with that one. Um, the grapes are harvested roughly the same time as the hops mm. when a lot of fruit is. Um, a bit of a change of topic. But um, the idea was to brew an IPA or a beer base and then put uh, fresh, freshly picked grapes into the beer to make sort of, I guess, a, a beer-wine hybrid. Mm. Um, so I thought I was getting grape juice, which liquid's a bit easier to process than putting something <laughs> solid into a tank. But I, <laughs> I figured opened that up many the times. tank on the, uh, the, the barrel of what I thought was juice on brew day and it ended up being 150 kilograms of uh, must. Crushed, yeah, must, must, which is cr- slightly crushed grapes, yeah, <laughs> which they used to make the wine. I went, oh shit! And this was uh, how did you get it into the tank? This was a Thursday well. before Easter, so <laughs> Easter Thursday, and I went, no, that can wait until after Easter. Brewed <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the beer and it fermented out, and then um, I think the Tuesday after Easter, um, we went, oh well, what are we going to do here? So we tried a few different things, and um, literally. With a five-litre jug. Hand ladled it. So I was up the ladder at <laughs> the, the top of the tank and um, Flex was handing me uh, one jug after another. <laughs> it took a good couple of hours. We both covered wow, in grapes. Wow, great. <laughs> we poured them into the tank. Mm. What so grape variety was it? It was Montepulciano, which is an, uh, originally an Italian variety. Yep. But mm. they now grow down in the McLaren Vale in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. So smidge wines, one of our one You of can't our wine see it making. in a podcast, but I, I, I tried it. Last week out of the tank, mm. it's an amazing looking mm. beer. It's got this. It, it looks like red wine. It's phenomenal. The overall idea was um, to present it kind of a little bit different than 
the general beers in the market, canning, things like that. So we decided to put it into a, a nice uh, mm. 500 mil bottle and then we kind of do a little bit, bit of kind of a play on the wine side of things and we've delivered it in a, um, a, a 12 pack wine case with the separators in it and a really, really nice um, kind of simple, sophisticated uh, styled label um, similar to the, the smidge wine as well mm. to, to uh, get a little bit of the collaboration involved there. So mm. as, as a whole entire thing, it presents beautifully, presents beautifully in the glass, presents beautifully in the bottle. You open the box and then they're all nicely laid out there. It's, it's something special. It's yeah. something like... Who labelled them, Flex? I labelled them. So <laughs> from moving on that, the assistant Good uh, hasn't Good actually uh, <laughs> put the hard yards in. It's... Um, <laughs> It was all, a labour of love, wasn't it? Six, yeah. All hand labelled, all hand bottled, so all uh, hand So after ginger, you moved on to stickers. Is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You did miss the uh, the nine hour bottling day on Friday, where we literally did one bottle at a time. Yeah, I think it was two hundred liters in nine wow. hours worth of work, which Hendo will uh, attest. That's very slow. It's not very. <laughs> <you know? laughs> it's not particularly efficient. Definitely not efficient, but uh, yeah. So, the, yeah. The love is in the detail and um, some of the <laughs> intricacies probably, of these projects. Probably a good good comparison. So two hundred liters in nine hours. Um, how much would you do like a can run? Well, I could probably can out a full tank of three thousand liters in maybe two hours. Yeah. Mm. So which is so it's very delicate very slow. process. Over fifteen times as much in two hours. Yes. Have, I, have either of you guys brewed? a similar beer like that before like using, no, using no, no, I've, I've never no. worked with grapes before I'd no? love to do more with it though yeah mm. it's turned out really really good yeah it nice. looks great I mean you know my my um, my brother my sister-in-law um, are in the um, uh, the wine industry and and um, it's something that I've always wanted to do mm-hmm. um, but you know wine makers you know they make wine in the vineyard and they get to make their wine once a year. So they're more akin to uh, farmers, their products made in the vineyard. Whereas, you know, um, Maddie and I are, are we're, we're brewers. We can buy raw materials all year round and we can buy raw materials from anywhere in the world at any time. Um, and we're more like bakers. And so I like the challenge. I would like the challenge of being able to, uh, make a beer, but have the constraints of uh, an agricultural product that's come from a vineyard to to go into that beer. Yeah, totally. why, why not give it a crack? One day, yeah. It's You're fresh, welcome to come in on next clean up day. They will do few few sour beer projects. G'day again, listeners. It's Matt here, your host, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode about collaboration brews with Hendo from Rockstar Brewer. If you were lucky enough to taste the twice dry hopped or our Montepulciano please feel free to let us know how you liked it. As always, if you like this episode, please subscribe on your podcast player so you can stay up to date. You can always reach out to us on Facebook by searching Revel Brewing Co. Balimba or on Instagram, our handle is at Revel Brewing Co. That's at Revel Brewing Co. All one word, so send us a DM there. If you're local to Brisbane or within a reasonable distance, we'd love to see you in the brewery in Oxford Street, Balimba sometime. That's all from me, listeners. Until next time, remember, good people drink good beer.